Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And on the Friday episodes of Here for the Right Reasons, you know, we like to do a little news roundup of what to expect on next week's episode of The Bachelorette. And sometimes if I have interviews for you, I like to add them here. Um, I caught up with Tyler Cameron just this morning. Um, He has a new partnership with Smirnoff. And, you know, I had to sneak in some questions about Hannah and Matt and Rachel and if he's watching this season, since he did meet Katie on Matt's season, if you remember the date he hosted. So I'm going to play that for you in a little bit, and you can enjoy a quick little catch up with Tyler C., the one and only. But before that, um, let's talk about Katie's season so far. So there's all these reports about the ratings being down. And while I believe that's true, it was technically the lowest rated in the Nielsen ratings Bachelorette premiere, maybe ever, at least in recent years. However, show still won Monday night and still won its demographic and time slot. So if you're seeing all these headlines about the ratings being down, I think part of it is TV ratings are down in general in live TV, and it didn't include the Hulu next day and any of that. So a little misleading and still winning the night. So the Bachelor franchise, in my opinion, is not really going anywhere. Um, I think it's just an interesting narrative that's being thrown out there because of the Chris Harrison drama. Maybe Katie wasn't totally the fan favorite and all the heat that the show got in general in the last year or more than that, honestly. Um, but I don't think the show's going anywhere, you guys. Um, this was the description for next week's episode. Katie has set off her journey to find love with the help of former bachelorettes and mentors, Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams by her side. After an eventful first night, it's off to the races for the 23 men looking for love. The jam-packed week will give the suitors a literal wake-up call from Caitlin and Tasha, take Katie and one lucky man on a charmingly special camping date, and even beg the question, quote, who is the greatest lover of all time? With all that fun, there's bound to be drama as nerves unravel and Katie is forced to question who is truly here for the right reasons. So based on the promo that actually Us Weekly exclusively posted this week, Katie is already giving that speech in the green dress. If you're not here for me, get out. Um, On week two, pretty early, it seems like Thomas, you guys, I swear I didn't read spoilers. I swear. I know nothing so far. Um, I'm really trying to avoid it. Um, We usually end up getting spoiled at some point, but I I know nothing so far. Um, I said that Thomas... He gave me Josh Murray vibes. I didn't trust him. He's a good looking dude. I don't trust his intentions. In the promo for this week, he is being questioned. Seems like from the promo, which you know, sometimes they mislead us, send us on a goose chase. But Carl, the motivational speaker, seems to be the one who told Katie that Thomas is here for Instagram followers. Um, I'm here for it. I like a little drama. Obviously, the premiere I thought was solid. A lot of people are criticizing it. I said last week, you know, Tasha and Caitlin, a little bit of a learning curve, but I liked, I thought we got to know a decent amount of the guys. It wasn't 
too silly, but there was a, you know, we have to have some ridiculousness on night one with the limo. And while there was, you know, a little bit of drama with Aaron and Cody, you know, we didn't totally get the full story there. And it was nice not to have such a dramatic premiere after everything we went through with Matt's season. That being said, looks like the drama is coming next week. Who is here for the right reasons? I would assume it's going to end on some sort of cliffhanger. Um, I did speak with Caitlin and Tasha a few days ago. Um, ABC did a press day for them, and you will hear that next week because it I cannot play it until after the episode. And they gave me some good stuff about Blake Moines and about what to expect on Katie's journey, so I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Speaking of Katie's journey, Greg also seemingly gets some one-on-one time already next week, which is interesting because a lot of times the Bachelor leads have said the producers try to keep them away from their first impression rose recipient or the person they like the most. My gut tells me the producers were like, all right, she gave Greg the first impression rose for validation, but Connor, Connor is actually her like top front runner at the moment. So we're going to keep her away from him and we'll give Greg some time. This is all based on the promo again. Can't wait for another episode to air on Monday. But um, what I thought was interesting is I did get the DMs. I'm seeing these blind gossip items about the fan favorite and people guessing it's Greg and how he might not have the greatest intentions. And there's some TikTok showing text messages of him or DMs with him flirting with some girl. You guys, as we did with Rachel Kirkconnell, Kirkconnell, still don't even know how you say it. We can't take, you know, blind gossip or TikTok as fact. Um, You know, obviously some of the photos of Rachel were real and it came out in due time. But the reason that sometimes like the mainstream media or like Us Weekly or whatever doesn't pick up on something right away is because we're trying to confirm it. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. We don't want to just run you know, suggestions or whatever. This guy clearly blew up overnight. I mean, I think Greg's Instagram following has five, like went insane. I think he's already, you know, at like 50 K, which for, I think he was at, he was at like 2000 when the show started. So that's pretty quick for, you know, getting five minutes of screen time on night one of the show. So for people to come out of the woodwork and have things to say about him doesn't surprise me. I'm not necessarily saying it's not true. I'm I'm trying not to believe it because I did tell you, I have a friend who knows someone who dated him and had nice things to say about him. As for the DMs of like beforehand, I mean, these guys are probably waiting to find out if they're going to go on the show. They don't know, you know, I think some of them were post-meted last October. Like who cares? I mean, they have a life before the show. If someone was actively leading someone on or, you know, broke up the day before the show, it's different, but things will come out in due time if it is. I'm choosing right now to ship Katie and Greg. We'll find out. Um, It always does come out where there's smoke. Sometimes there's fire. Sometimes there's just thirsty people trying to, you know, get 15 minutes off of somebody else's 15 minutes, which is something to keep in mind. But, you know, the blind gossip never sleeps. Um, Little Bachelor in Paradise update. In addition to David Spade, ABC has confirmed that Titus Burgess of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt fame, Lance Bass of NSYNC, and Little John, of all people, will be um, guest hosting episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. There are also rumors that Sarah Hyland will be joining Wells, who is going to be the bartender, uh, as far as I know in Mexico for a few episodes. Nick Vile was also in Mexico with his girlfriend for a wedding. He is maintaining it was for his cousin's wedding. Other people are throwing out there that he was there to guest host. We do know Nick shows up in a couple weeks on Katie's season based on the promos. Listen, I don't hate it. I don't think Paradise needs Chris Harrison necessarily. Paradise especially, the, the host is kind of irrelevant. So I don't want it to become the David Spade show. I don't want it to become, you know, Lance Bass show, but if they use them sparingly and have them maybe, you know, host a date or do like a little, like, you know, sometimes on reality shows, they would air like the 45 second breaks 
during commercials of like unaired clips or like like a palate cleanser almost something like that like let's keep it light and fresh and i i don't hate the celebrities doing it but i don't want it to become about them either so that is a fear that i have and tanner tolbert of vip fame and success he voiced his opinion um and said quote don't get me wrong i loved david spade and tommy boy but i could care less about him handing out date cards or giving commentary we watch the show to see the relationships and drama not to see this host circus it takes away from the show in my opinion I kind of get where Tanner is coming from, but at the same time, I don't know. We have to see. We just have to see how much airtime they give these celebrities um, because I agree. I don't think we need it to be all about them and we want the relationships to flourish and whatever drama will inevitably brew in paradise. They are there now. It is filming. There's rumors about the cast. Nothing's been confirmed yet, so we'll wait a minute to dive into that, but should be interesting. Should be interesting to see how this celebrity rotating circus goes. ABC loves their like summer of fun is what they call it. So we'll find out. Um, quick little love lives update. Lauren Bushnell gave birth to baby Dutton with Chris Lane, her husband, nine pound baby. Um, I believe that's a name from Yellowstone. I think I saw good for them. She seems, they seem super in love, super cute couple. She was super pregnant. Happy she popped that one out. Um, and Jenna Cooper, of Bachelor in Paradise scandal fame is engaged to the father of her daughter. Um, they just got engaged in Turks and Caicos. Um, both Jenna and Jordan Kimball engaged now. We'd love to see it. We'd love when, you know, a messy relationship, all that drama and allegations of sugar daddies, which ended up not even being true, um, broke those two up and they are both happily married or happily engaged. Um, I believe Jordan's getting married later this year. Obviously, Jenna just got engaged, so I'm sure they're going to start planning that soon. And that's, you know, great. We, we love when mess can have a happy ending. So that's kind of the biggest headlines right now. We got Katie season underway. Can't wait for you guys to hear my interview with Caitlin and Tasha. And for now, I'll leave you with a little bit of Tyler C for your Friday. Tyler, let's talk about Smirnoff. Tell me about what people can expect from a one-of-a-kind yacht experience with you in Miami. We're going to have it all. We're going to have fun because I'm a boat boy. I love to be on the water. I love to get, you know, have a good time. That's, that's my weekends typically. So but we got, we got a captain. We got a chef. We got Smirnoff seltzers, you know, red, white, and berry. We're going to have a good time. It's summertime. So uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, just good people enjoying ourselves in the summer like we used to do, you know? So it's you know, we're ready to get back to it. Tell me about Smirnoff in general. What's your favorite flavor? Why does this partnership work for you? Um, you know, why does it work for me? Because I've been drinking Smirnoff since I was of age, you know? And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just like always been a staple. It's a great, it's great for being outside and hot. I love the seltzers, big red, white, and berry seltzer guy right now. Uh, for the summer, it's just the best way to cool off, chill out, have a nice drink. Kind of, it's refreshing, you know. So that's kind of what I've been on lately. I mean, it's hot here in Florida right now. So you know, on a beach, you know, or or hanging out by the water, a nice red, white, and berry seltzer can't beat it. I saw that shirtless pic the other day. Are you um, splitting your time between Florida and New York still? Yeah, much more time in Florida. I got a lot of projects I'm working on down here, so I'm not really spending much time in New York City. Uh, but, yeah, so right now, you know, it's, it's Florida for me, and uh, I'm loving it down here. You have a book coming out soon that may or may not be in my possession. Um, yeah. Are you nervous, excited? How are you feeling about how that's going to be out there soon? I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, share a lot with everybody, uh, you know, my past stories, you know, my relationship stories, my, you know, kind of the things I've learned from those relationships, you know, my advice, things to do, things not to do, red flags, all that stuff. But also like kind of the mantras I live by, you know, I went through some dark times and, you know, was in some pretty deep holes and how I got myself out of them. So I hope people can relate to them. You know, I hope uh, it has a lot to do with 
treating women right and respecting women. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I want people to read it and be like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is how I should be treated. I want my brothers and, and kids their age to read it and be like, all right, this is how we're supposed to treat women, you know, or at least start doing the right thing, you know? Correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of stemmed from like the reaction of the world watching on The Bachelor praising you a lot. And then you being like, maybe I don't deserve all this credit for just being a nice guy. Is that right? That's kind of what motivated me to write this book because I was being praised to, for honestly what I think is the bare minimum. You know, like, you know, I, there's, you know, articles written about me about Tyler Cameron gives masterclass on consent and feminist icon and all this stuff. I'm like, all I did was respect a woman. Like, no is no, you know, and, and like, if she wants to go do something, she should go do it, you know? And so, like, for me, like, when I, when I saw all the praise, it was cool. It was great at first, but then I realized, like, there's something wrong with our culture right now. This is, like, what was being praised, you know? And, like, this should be the norm. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what really motivated to write this book and kind of the, the core of this book. A um, little bit of Bachelor stuff in there, Bachelorette stuff. Are you, did you give Hannah a heads up? Are you, you know, does she know what's in the book? Yeah, we both talked through, like, you know, what's going on in the book, and there's nothing for her to be worried about or concerned. I have no, I have no bad things to say about her, so why, you know. Yeah. It's all no. good. It's all, it's all good in there. Are you still friends? She, she taught friends? me a lot. She taught you a lot. Are you still unfriendly? Like, do you still see her a lot? Or, I mean, I mean, I haven't seen her in a while, but we're still friends. We're still cool. Um, you, obviously, your BFF, Matt James. Um, I know you've gotten to meet Rachel finally. How was that? Are you, do you approve? Who? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel is, uh, she was awesome. She's a beam of light. I really enjoyed, you know, hanging out with her, spending time with her. We had a good time. Uh, so I think they're great for each other. They spend, assume they're spending a lot of time together, getting comfortable with each other and they come a long way. So I'm, uh, if they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, for sure. He was out with the, his mom now. It's like, love it. Not to pick up his shit, you know, like he's cleaning up his clothes, you know, he's not leaving them all over the, 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 the doors and stuff after he sweats in them, you know, so I like it. I heard him say in an interview that he's someone who sets an alarm for every like 10 minutes to wake up, like starting at two in the morning. That made no sense to me. He sleeps through alarms. So it's like, I sometimes have to go away because I'll be asleep and it's like 4.40 in the morning and I hear an alarm go off. Now I'm up and it won't go off. And his alarm is like the dog barking alarm from the iPhone. And so I have to go shake him and wake him up. And then that's how, that's how usually the morning goes. And then and it's just all downhill from there. That sounds kind of miserable. Um, I don't know if you watched Katie's premiere, but technically you met Katie when you visited Matt, correct? I didn't meet her. She was, she was, she was a lot of fun. She got one on me too. Do you think she's, you know, good bachelorette material? I don't know if you still watch the show or if you're kind of over it. I think she's fantastic bachelorette material. I think she is someone that is going to bring a lot of energy, a lot of light. Uh, I think I, re I really enjoyed what she stood up for you know, went on the show and she, she has a heart and like a really compassionate heart. So I think, you know, her heart is something, you know, someone needs to treat her right and take care of her heart. So, you know, I hope for success with her. Uh, I haven't watched yet. Uh, maybe I'll watch, but I'm not really, I haven't, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to watch anything. In general though, do you have advice that you would give contestants whose lives are about to change as they kind of blow up on Instagram, on social media, people weighing in? Yeah. Stick to yourself, stick to your people, you know, uh, and, and kind of just roll with that, have fun with it. You know, the, don't let, don't, don't read too far into the negatives. Don't read too far into the good. Just have fun with it. You know, be true to yourself and true to your people. That's really, 
the best advice I got to you. A lot of people lose themselves in it. And, you know, that's kind of what I love being back here in Florida is I'm back with my people. And I'd like, it's kind of why I'm not back in New York as much is because I enjoy my people more so than I enjoy the rat race. Um, rotating hosts on Bachelor in Paradise. I know you never went to Paradise, but how do you feel about, you know, maybe David Spade and Little John stepping into the Bachelor world? It'll create a very interesting dynamic. I've, I've heard, you know, I saw some stuff about people for it, not for it. But I think, the, I think there needs to be some change and some excitement. And, you know, and so I think David Spade, I think David Spade commenting on dates would be hilarious. Like people tune into his Instagram stories to watch him comment about stuff. You know, I remember watching him make fun of me and I was loving it, you know? And so I think he'll be great for the show. Little John is always exciting to watch and crazy. You know, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Would you ever do like a guest stint hosting or something in a, in a bachelor world? Yeah, if they wanted me in there, I'd give it a shot. We're asking everyone if they can tell us their worst date story ever. You can name names or not name names, but do you have a dating nightmare? I don't know if I've had a dating nightmare. All my dates have been pretty smooth. That's good. I think in the book there was something about the horses. <laughs> oh, well, um, well, yeah, that date. I forgot about that date. Um, yes, that was a dating nightmare, you know, because uh, two things went bad that, uh, that date. You know, the first was uh, one, I'm not really good with horses. I'm much better now. I've gotten to be good with the horses. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I was freaked out the whole time. I was squeezing the horses so tight with my legs that when I got off the horse, my legs were just shaking, you know? And uh, it would never, if I want to go left, it would go right. If I want to go forward, it would go backwards. So I could never get close to Hannah. So I was like, this is the dumbest date I've ever been a part of, you know? And now she's mad at me because I can't even, I'm not even talking to her. You know, she, talk, she told me that she wanted to send me home that night. She thought something was wrong. I was like, no, just the horse was freaking me. I was, I was worried about my, my own life more than anything, you know? And then, uh, and then I eat a sardine. I throw up everywhere. I'm like, this is, this is just not going. So, yeah, that's my date nightmare. All right. We got to watch it on TV. Do you think, um, in general, with, like, group dates and one-on-one bachelor dates, how do you even navigate that? Like, do you – I know you've said you wish you should have, you know, maybe been a little more aggressive for the one-on-one time in the beginning of The Bachelor. You've said that before. Do you think on, like, a group date, how do you not piss everybody off but also get to know The Bachelorette? Uh, I wouldn't change any – anything that I did on a group date, you know, I always kind of played it cool, waited my turn, knew I'd have my turn. You know, I was confident in my time and like, no, I was going to get my time with her, you know? And I kind of like set the boundaries for the guys around. I was like, don't mess with my JP. Look at JP. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I said, I said that like, you know, Cam pissed me off earlier on the show. I was like, look, respect my time. I'll respect yours. If not, we'll have a problem. And after I said that, everyone kind of like, all right, I'll respect your time. And uh, so I always was good on my time. Um, but you know, when you have your time, focus on your time, don't focus on any other drama or BS. Like the best way to give someone else one-on-one time is talk about them during your one-on-one time. Mm. So talk about you and her. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tyler. If there's anything else you want to say about Smirnoff, Red, White, and Berry, how people can, you know, get on a yacht with you. Yes. Uh, sign up and enjoy the time. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, it's, it's the summertime. It's time to enjoy yourself, kick back, and get in the sun and get on the boat with me. Come on. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns.